is the Toddcast, a podcast that I, a guy named Todd, record while I drive to or from work, talking about a variety of things. There are no scripts, no show notes, just me chatting while I commute, so you can sit back and enjoy the ride. Welcome to the Toddcast. We're going right in to this uh, jam-packed edition. It is a lovely morning in which we will explain the bosses. I don't. Think I was thinking that. Because you and I often discuss the bosses, and I can't remember how many times it's come up in the show, but I don't think we've actually ever dis- explained what the bosses were. So that is an yeah. excellent idea. Yeah, this might be an abbreviated version, and it makes sense because well, of said bosses. So, uh, Todd, I'm a video game guy, and you're more of a D&D gentleman, right? Is that how it uh, works? You know, I'm going to have my business cards updated to say D&D gentleman. Yes. <laughs> <laughs> So since you are, so I don't know, do you come across bosses in D&D? Like, is there a point where like you're doing a task and let's say, for instance, you know, you're jumping up and down pipes and you're jumping on little, you know, spiky uh, shell creatures. And at some point in time, you will find this giant, you know, uh, Bowser like scenario where you have to jump on their head three, four times uh, to get a coin. Is, is that, does that happen in D&D or does that just happen in the video game world? It, it does. It's not normally as pronounced or, you know, as obvious that, ooh, you know, the music doesn't change. The, the background graphics don't change subtly. You know, it's not as obvious. But, yeah, you'll, you know, be clearing through a dungeon and you'll get to the big bad at the end. So, yeah, bo- bosses are a thing. Absolutely. Yeah, bo- so bosses are a thing in, in everyone's life. We just don't necessarily realize it. But through right. time, Todd and I's routine have similar been like wake up, text each other, so forth. You know, in, in a in a perfect scenario, we just, you know, wake up, get our coffee, you, you know, maybe you'd smoke a cigarette, do whatever you need to do. And then we'd hop on the phone and then we would warm up um, our vocal cords, usually by singing falsetto, of course. And then clearly <laughs> and then we would uh, start the podcast and go from there. It has been kind of, you know, anything that gets in the way might be a boss, might just be a small little, you know, feed or character trying to take us off our game a bit. You know, sometimes, right. you know, my contacts the other day popped out of my eyes. I wouldn't necessarily say that was a boss. I would say that was just, you know, uh, I might, you know, lost some, you know, hit points or damage uh, right. from somebody, you know, mistiming hitting the A or B button. In D&D, we call those random encounters. Yeah. I love it. That sounds even better than what I was saying. So we'll have random encounters, and that doesn't typically pro- make a problem. It sometimes, you know, we'll throw off our schedule slightly, you know. Right. So crushing of the ice could be a random encounter. Uh, that's a purposeful one. Maybe a child in the background yelling that they can't find their lunchbox. Or in your case, you know, maybe um, you saying goodbye to Abby for the day for her running off something. These are random encounters. Right. Not a problem. Those are easily muted or taken out of the game, you know, taken out right. during your editing process. Bosses, exactly. on the other hand, are very difficult to defeat and can completely destroy uh, the potential <laughs> of an episode. Oh, yeah. No. And, and in extreme cases, they do what we in uh, we in D&D terms refer to as a TPK or total party kill, where they just wipe out the whole damn thing. Wow. Yeah. Um, and today is on the verge of a TPK, <laughs> but we will muster up enough energy to explain and come up with a rant, uh, an impromptu episode. All right. So, Todd, are you familiar with the first boss of the day? I think we both encounter the first boss of the day. Well, I mean, it can vary. I'm guessing, and you correct me if I'm wrong here, but it's just the fact that it's so dang early in the morning, and now that autumn has come upon us, it's darker and harder to wake up, and therefore the first boss of the day is the snooze button. Oh, yes. 
the snooze button is in its hardcore form come fall. <laughs> come yes. come summertime when there's birds and so forth. He is, you know, the, the, the snooze button isn't nearly as prevalent. It seems a little bit easier to get up. Yeah. Yeah. The actual tilt of the earth definitely puts the snooze button into you're playing the game at hard mode. <laughs> Abs- that is absolutely correct. There, there's not. And today it was super difficult. I, I, you know, for me, you know, I have my snooze go off or my alarm go off at 6 a.m. And it is set up on my phone that it does that like it gets it's it's soft and then gets a little bit louder. But it's this nice, mellow type of piano music or whatever. Gotcha. And, you know, and it's and it does, it's not abrupt. Like I once had the song Time by Pink Floyd where all the clocks go off at once. <laughs> as And yeah. um, yes, that was a little startling to wake up to. And I've also had Good Morning by the Beatles from Sgt. Peppers, which is like a rooster and Good Morning, Good Morning. And that was fine. You know, these are prominent ones. But this has been a little nicer because, you know, I'm waking up pretty early and it's it's nice little tone. But you hit snooze. And how long is snooze, Todd? How does I, nine, I, I know you. Yeah. Nine minutes. See which, previous episode where we we've discussed, discussed previously. And, <laughs> well, yeah. yeah. And and quick correction to that, I've since found out it's because of mechanical clocks and the gears in them. That's why it's nine minutes. Okay, that's the end. But th- that is uh, new found facts from Todd from a previous episode <laughs> of facts that nobody needed to know, but we now know. That's fantastic. So we hit snooze. I typically try to get up by second snooze. So if we're doing the math right, well, we got 6, 609, 618. I try to get up 618 with a prompt start at 630. What's your routine there? That is pretty much identical with the exception of, like it said at 6 o'clock, except that my alarms have to be the jarring, loud, abrupt things, or I just sleep right through it. Like I I can be a pretty heavy sleeper, and so my alarm is the... The klaxon yeah. that like uh-huh, you'll be watching sure. a movie and the the submarine will be taking on water and I'll be thinking why is my alarm going off that alarm uh, <laughs> uh, yeah. yeah and my goal is to get up if once it hits that second snooze in six eighteen that's my cue to okay no seriously Eric's Eric's ready to podcast let's get up and get moving and normally it's around six thirty or so I'm dressed and have the coffee ready and I hit you with the first text to be like hey good morning so no we're we're very similar except for the tone of the alarm itself. Yeah. So we have that going for us. Uh, I, in, in a bad day, I typically will hit snooze again and again. Almost always <laughs> at 6.30, I can get myself out of bed. And that was today. Today, it was a matter yeah. of I hit it I, and I said, yep, not even awake yet. Because you, you send a text that is either a hello, a hi, a howdy, uh, some type of random text message. And then, of course, yes. I will then respond back like I'm you know, waking up in the process. And slowly but surely, you know, during that process, if we have enough time, then we'll get ourselves a coffee and we'll do our routine. Okay. So almost always I go down, get a coffee. If I can get my headset on, then I text back the I'm in almost exactly in the matrix or whatever. But now we now deal with what I like to call uh, boss number one or boss number two or boss, whatever it is. I don't, I guess there's not really numbers because snooze would be first. And this one is pre getting on the phone. And that is, and, and she, she is a, she, she's a boss throughout the whole process up until about seven 30. This, that is my wife, Lauren, who, when I come down, I will then either get my list of items for the day 
or we would just chat. And typically I like to get down there early enough that I can drink my coffee and chat with her where she isn't a boss. She becomes a boss pretty much if we go beyond the recording, like start schedule and, or if the conversation starts while recording. Right. So like that's pre it's, it's like pre-boss where she's not a boss. She's like a friend. And then, then she turns boss as soon as we hit record uh, today. Yes. Uh, since I was already running late, there was also a, a, a bit of a list of items in which uh, we discussed. So that was boss battle. And we came out of boss battle fine and dandy. Uh, but Good boss deal. battle's never done because while we're recording now, you hear the footsteps of boss at any point in time. <laughs> there could be a, do you know where this is? Or can you help me with this? And so forth, which is fine. Right. And sometimes it's oh, a yeah. matter of a quick mute and say, Todd, talk. Or sometimes it's a matter of, we need to edit this whole section out. Yes. Th- Do you there, have there any have bosses been, in that aspect? Not on a regular basis. You know, there there are the occasional bits that happen. The dog will need something, or or Abby, if she's got a morning appointment, she'll she'll pop in. She does a pretty good job of like getting my attention non-verbally and like, hey, is it a good spot? Like like just now, she she'd forgotten her key for one of the the closets, and so she kind of you know came up to the glass window and was kind of like waving at me, and I. You were completely unaware because I was able to mute and hand off the key and all that stuff. You know, like I said, sometimes, sometimes the bosses are, are subtle and, and, you know, you can sort of duck around them. Other times we do this nifty thing we call go to commercial <laughs> yeah, um, yeah. as our, as our defensive technique. So, yeah. Yeah. And you know what? I think that's a great time to go to commercial and we'll come back with more bosses. Sounds like a plan. All right. And we are back. We are talking about uh, one of the more severe bosses. A boss that I severely love, of course, but nonetheless, yes. and it doesn't sound like you really have that issue. I, I wouldn't say Abby is much of a boss. She is, she is very rarely ever heard during podcasts. Um, well, I th- I think part of that comes with the uh, the executive producer angle. I think I yeah, think she, she has, factors that in. Yeah, <laughs> I will say I will say though, if you anger her, she will she will require um, some retractions or, or redactions or or. That's right basically episodes in which she needs to correct us. So that is more of an executive producer role as opposed to boss role. All right. Yeah, she's she's sort of the boss of additional content, which I guess is not a bad problem to have. No, no, we actually <laughs> appreciate that. No problem. All right, so we've now come across the one. This boss is ever flowing. Let's talk about one boss that is intermittent, sometimes can be, uh, what is it, a random encounter? Mm-hmm. Uh, do you know which one I'm talking about here? We've oh, been dealing I'm, with I'm... this boss quite frequently. Oh, yes. It's hard to say when between recording and, and the dropping of episodes, if any of if this has been released yet, if if it has refer to the clip show, if it hasn't wait for the clip show, there's a good 10 minute chunk where you get to fully enjoy all impacts of what I suspect boss number three is. Well, what do you suspect? Because it could be two things right now. I'm thinking of miles, although because the crushing of the ice is just a regular thing and you kind oh, of no, control no. that. So I'm not counting no. that. Yeah, no, or, no. Miles, Miles is definitely one, and then there's also another one that I have in mind as well. So, it, and it's it is it's a defeating boss as well. All right, so Miles is probably the crushing blow that can actually make it, a website go to a halt. Or website? What am I talking about? A <laughs> podcast. Uh, it does. He also stops my websites from working, so that's probably why right. I came in, in the Floridian slip or whatever. If Miles awakes, Miles slumbers until about 7:30, 7:45. But if he wakes up. There's no stopping it. There is a brief encounter, like this morning, for instance, where I heard a bellow while talking to one boss. I heard a bellow, daddy, and then I ran upstairs and hurried and put him back to bed 
within a five minute laydown, which could essentially cause me to go back to the original boss, fall asleep, and then have to hit snooze. We don't want that right. either. This is some serious right. boss uh, stuff here. But if Miles wakes up and he is ready to go, you might as well either say, Todd, this is going to be you. I'm going to hang out on mute. Or we'll say, well, this isn't going to hit anything. Right. And that happens less frequently now, it seems, because we have an earlier start time. But it was a regular occurrence in which, of course, if this clip show is out or if it's not, that you will get your full glimpse of Miles. Oh, yes. So, Todd, if there's another boss that we have to deal with that maybe we've never really declared as the huge boss itself, what do you think it might be? Hmm. It also probably makes a huge appearance in the clip show. I'm going to guess that for my end, it would be the traffic, various fire engines, the train that I hear in the background. I don't know if you guys can pick yeah, that no, up. Yeah, no, I can, I can get um, that. Yeah, that, that's, well, that's my personal intermittent boss. I don't know if that's the yeah. one you're referring to. But. Yeah, no, it's, it's not the one I'm referring to, but I do understand that for your situation and what might also be like a Lauren situation is you'll have these random trains in which you'll have to stop the episode. You had crickets every now and then. And yeah, no, the, really, I, the I, weather. Yeah, yeah. Rain. I love your, yeah. I love the train coming. It was like a perfect, yeah, it's, perfect it's, call. They were like, you talking about me? Yeah, yeah. So the, uh, the, what, what happens for you is if it's raining outside and you're on your back patio, the cars driving by sound kind of like speeders, right? Right. So yep. that is another form of boss. But those are kind of easily, well, the crickets and or cars. That could be an entire episode long thing. Trains, like you said, right here. Trains kind of gone. So we're yeah. the trains are the trains are kind of like the the ice crushing and so forth. We can't necessarily control them like the ice crushing, but right. uh, we can just kind of wait them out. You and I can cut to a commercial break or just talk through them about them. Todd, the the one that I like to talk about is it, they're kind of connected. Okay. It could be one causes the other, or it could be they could be just completely separate and just coincidentally sometimes trigger each other and that would be internet connection and robotics yes explain explain necessarily what what we go through and what probably from the outset of the Toddcast we've dealt with probably the most yeah so uh eric and i because i'm in columbus and eric is in wheeling you know in order for us to to do this we we need to you know engage technology in fun and interesting ways so we use skype to, to get a get you know basically get a phone call going and Skype offers the ability for you to record it which is you know how you get a Toddcast in good situations it works out well and that's that's what you hear twice a week when it doesn't work it's problematic and one of the key sort of symptoms is the robotics that Eric refers to again if enjoy the clip show there's a, there's a nice uh, there's a nice segment there of us variously turning robotic and you can hear examples of it but basically I'm talking. And obviously I sound fine, but on Eric's side of the connection, I, I sound all digitized and chopped up and I sound like a robot. And so invariably he'll go up, oh, up, oh, you're a robot. Uh, and sometimes it goes the other way around. It seems like I turn into a robot probably more than Eric does, but in any case, the audio kind of goes to garbage and sometimes it goes away on its own. Other times we have to disconnect and reconnect to clear the ghosts out of the pipes or something. I don't know. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> that's, um, that's what I believe it is, <laughs> you know, so that's, that's the robotic angle. Other times it just, you know, will randomly just lose signal. And when you're on a Skype call and it loses signal, you hear this sonar ping sort of noise to which you're like, up, oh, got pings or, you know, it'll say low connection. Normally those clear themselves out pretty well. Yeah. Uh, it used to be 
in the in the classic legacy era where I was actually driving to and from work as you're bouncing <laughs> from cell tower to cell tower. And there's actually yes. a, a bridge or an overpass that I go through that we referred to as the dead zone bridge, because every time I went there, we'd lose connection, we'd get the pings. And once I got clear of the bridge, we'd be fine. So we just worked that into the rotation. Like yeah, I would just almost a commercial break, right? <laughs> right. I would, yeah. So signal to Eric that you know we're coming up on the dead zone bridge, and we'd take a break. And once I got over, I'd be like, "All right, we're good," and we'd we'd resume. Now that we're both at home, it's weird because I spend the Toddcast pacing in circles in my back patio, hence the crickets and trains and so forth, because I just can't sit still and or not smoke the whole time we're Toddcasting. But I'm like well within the zone of easy Wi-Fi and or cell access. Eric is at home. He's now in wheeling with good internet. Like mm-hmm. it makes no sense that we would turn robotic or, or we would lose connection, but it still happens. Absolutely. Absolutely. Like, like you said, uh, you know, and every now and then it'll be, Hey, let's get off Wi-Fi. And I don't know if you still get off Wi-Fi. You, I used to have to at the old house, always get off Wi-Fi and you, I, we, we've done back and forth. <laughs> yeah, I, I do. Be, if I'm on the front porch, I can be on Wi-Fi, the back patio. It, there's like a, a, a corner of the patio that is iffy. And sometimes I get to stay on the Wi-Fi. Sometimes it kicks me off. So I've just, I just go to the old 4G Sprint network when I'm uh, Toddcasting nowadays. Absolutely. For safety's so, sake. Well, you need to do that sometimes. So in our situation, there are other random encounters. You know, every now and then there will be a... Hunter or Laney for me, and I'm sure there will be Lily or Trudy or or so forth on your end. Um, right. There, you know, and and every you know, it doesn't happen very frequently, but there could be a phone call coming in early in the morning, or just random occurrences of tornadoes, hurricanes, so forth. All those things could possibly happen. <laughs> Power outages right. that could affect things, computer problems, whatever. But for the most part, our bosses primarily start with the snooze button, which I always say is kind of like, you know, the longer the snooze goes, the, the more damage it, it takes on us. It doesn't necessarily kill us, you know. Right. The the Lauren does not necessarily take us completely out of action. She can, but for the most part, she's pretty willing and, and a good participant, and she just roughs us up a bit to let, you know, to let her presence be known. The, the robotics, we typically can take down. We might have to throw some potions and spells on it, you know, use a power-up, right. whatever. Uh, Miles, on the other hand, it can be a devastating blow in which yeah. um, it's about 50-50 split here. If he decides to show his head, there might be an episode, there might not be. And that's yeah. and that. And that is essentially a quick impromptu boss episode. Do you have anything you'd like to add about our bosses or the inter- basically the backstory of how we make Toddcasts every morning? <laughs> no, I, th- I think that sums it up pretty nicely. I mean, the, I guess the final boss is Eric's got to get, assemble the children to get them off to school and or I've got to go actually do my day job, time to log in and make the digital donuts, as it were. So, no, I think that's that's a nice little peek, peek behind the curtain for the listeners. Let you know, uh, you know, some of the fun that we have putting these together for you. Makes for fun times in the edit. And like I said, I've, <laughs> I've, I've kept some of the, the juicier bits uh, for the clip show. That's out. I hope you enjoyed that. And you should probably know most of what we're talking about and have some context. If not... Uh, keep your eyes open for that. It's I think I think you'll enjoy it. 
Yeah, Todd, I, I like to think not necessarily as waking the children up and going to work as, as the final boss, but more of the end of the game for the day. Yeah, and yeah. that is when, if it's successful, if we successfully recorded an episode, then for the most part, this is like the hero's journey and, and realization of, hey, I've accomplished this thing. But, that's right. you know, as roll in credits. all, exactly, roll <laughs> credits, but there's always to be a continued um, and that is how we have another episode. So, Todd, would you like to roll credits? Certainly. Thank you, Eric. I, I appreciate the impromptu boss battle discussion. I think we've got, you know, good strategy for the next time we play. Thank you, listeners, for hanging out with us and rooting us on as we fight the bosses. And until next time, I hope you all have a good one. Thanks for listening to this episode of the Toddcast. If you have comments, questions, or topic ideas that you'd like me to chat about, you can let me know via Twitter at CastTodd or email via ToddCastPodcast at gmail.com. Keep in mind that the Todd portions of those usernames are T-O-D with a single D, even though I spell my actual name with two. If you'd like to leave me a voice message that I can air on the podcast, you can either email me a small audio file or you can use the link in the show notes to leave a message via Anchor. If you've enjoyed this episode, please feel free to share it with your like-minded friends. Perhaps you would consider subscribing, following, or marking this podcast as a favorite if you've not yet done so. And of course, reviews and ratings on Apple Podcasts is appreciated. Again, thank you for listening to the Toddcast. 